Hey. Hey, what's up? What's up? Okay. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, Napping Gamer, a.k.a. Austin. And today we have a uh, special, special co-host slash first guest, if you want to count that. You want to introduce yourself? Uh, hey, how's it? <clears throat> Good day, everyone. My name is uh, Dragovex. Go by the real name of Moises, and I've uh, known Austin for quite some years now. And uh, yeah, this is our podcast. Uh, I guess we're starting. Yeah. So now we've known each other what like since like what like freshman year of high school now. Yeah. Freshman. That's like what a good five years. Yeah, it's been a while, definitely. Should we like enlighten them of like? tales of our awesome stories that are awesome things that we did back in high school um uh, uh, i guess we can uh discuss on some things uh, uh i think i remember some of the more hilarious and bad parts of high school than i do the good ones to be honest <laughs> just throwing it out there yeah i think what's it uh I think the one that stands out the most is probably the math class. Oh my god, with Miss Agus. Oh my. Oh my. God. So essentially, um, it's kind of hard to like give a break. There's so many crazy things that have happened in that classroom, but um, yeah, it's almost impossible to write like a short summary of what happened. Like basically, we were like. In a group, we were our math class was the the, the shitty cl- math class. Like as in the teacher was bad, the students were bad, except for like probably a couple of people were good. Like Robert, he was he was cool. You remember Robert? Yeah, <laughs> because um, one thing that stuck out to me was uh, uh, when he told you one day we're not friends, we're just really acquaintances. Damn, that stuck out. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's fucking savage. There's so many. And like things. the weird part is that like fucking he left that year, which is weird. What did he just leave the school? Oops, my earbud fell out. <laughs> but yeah, he it was. Oh, I got that. It was like it was like weird because like he left he left after that year, and I was just like, he didn't even say goodbye. That shit was horrible. But yeah, Miss Agus's class was just really like bad in general. Like, like I said earlier, just a but it was just a bunch of bad kids, bad and bad teachers and stuff. There was like, there's people who didn't who basically just didn't really give a fuck, like at all. It got to the, it got to the point where the teachers actually didn't really care. It, well, we had two teachers. We had Miss Miss uh, who's the other teacher again? Miss Cole, um, right? I think it was Miss Kogel. I'm not sure because I, I know she, she she taught my career class. Miss Kogel, well, she wasn't bad. Yeah. It's just that like Miss Agus, she was like the she couldn't Miss Kogel couldn't really do anything because like she was only like the secondary teacher, like the, the, to help out. But yeah, it got to the point where Miss Agus herself, she was like I felt really bad for her in hindsight, mainly because of the fact that there was just a bunch of bad kids and they were just basically just running over her. And it was just horrible, 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 horrible. 
Oh yeah, she also had another class too. That was pretty horrible as well. What, was it like? What, didn't she have like a? Uh, what was it? What, what period was that? Or was it like a completely different class? Like I think it was like the class before us, or two periods before us. I'm not entirely. Oh yeah, that's right. Our class lasted two periods. Oh yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, oh yeah, it was a two-period math class, which is just ridiculous. So basically, um, we would sit in our chairs for forty-five minutes, and then during the five-minute in-between time. We weren't even like allowed to like just stand up, take a short mental break, or go to the bathroom or anything like that. Um, that never really made much sense. Yeah, it really honestly. didn't. Um, the reality of it is, is that um, you know, looking back at the class, um, I think I don't know, like it's sort of almost felt like um, like the perfect uh, the perfect storm. Everything. Like the stars just aligned perfectly for that class in terms of like horribleness. Um, um, some students that still stand out to me from the to that day was um, what's it? I think Antonio, Jahara, Jose, some other kid called Kyrie. Oh or yeah, Kyle or something. Kyrie. I don't remember Antonio. Antonio Cox was his full name. Hilariously enough. I don't remember him. Nah, he was. Uh, I think he went to another high school. I forgot. Yeah, but yeah, Jahar was uh, Jahar. It was just a handful. Uh, Jahar was a handful. Jose was a handful. Uh, Kyrie was a. Uh, he was a special. Well, they were all special, but um, yeah, they were all uh, very unique in their own ways. Yeah. Um. It's funny because I don't even know what their status is after high school. I really don't. Oh, remember how I used to work in a movie theater or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, you know the one the one that's like near our high school or whatever? Like one of my coworkers, yeah. like 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 one of my coworkers, she were she used to like she's old, she's she's this old lady. She was like, Oh, you go to um such and such school. Oh, you you know my cousin named Jahar? I was like, What? That's her cousin? That's so weird, and I was just like, I was just so shocked. And you know what? It was worse when when, when I was like what? in fucking a sophomore. I had a math class in that same exact classroom, and it was just even worse. Like Jesus, oh, you did? yeah, it was so horrible. Because <laughs> you know, you know, in because uh, you know, in our class, not, not I mean by our class, I mean our graduating year. It was, um, mm-hmm. it was, there was another Austin. Remember the, the yep. Finley brothers? Oh, yeah, the Finley brothers. Oh, yeah, the twins. That's where they were. Called. Yeah. They, didn't, they were like, they used, to, they used to call me by my last name because I couldn't be regular Austin. I had to, I had to be called my last name. Like, God damn. Shit was horrible. Damn. I had them in my class. Then I had this guy named. Man, that must have been just so humiliating, man. Yeah, it really was. Be- just being known as your last name throughout high school, so horrible. And then, like, it was. Just, and I hadn't, but like, the teacher for that class was Miss Hong. She was a Korean lady, and it was just like really ridiculous. That class was. It, ha- it didn't have. An- it didn't have a lot of people, but it was bad. This kid named Malik. He had like behavior issues and shit, so he was like really like absurdly wild and stuff. Kind of violent. It was this one. It was this one pregnant chick. Her, her name was what? Yeah, there was a pregnant chick in my class. 
class uh, <laughs> after sophomore year, all my classes were good or really good, but uh, freshman and sophomore were just well, fresh, well, freshman year, apart from the math class, everything else was fine. Sophomore year was pretty bad, but um, yeah, freshman and sophomore class, year was horrible for me. Horrible for you, yeah, because remember how I kept getting sick, and then my, that's when my OCD first manifested. Oh, yeah. That shit was fucking horrible. I was like slowly dying on the inside. I kept being out because of skin infections and shit. It was just horrible. Then, like junior and senior year was actually really good. Yeah, that's only because like you actually have real flexibility of what classes you want. Yeah, and plus like when I was like uh, uh, so- senior, I had half a day schedule, so I could just I was out of school at like twelve. That shit was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, back to like the high school stories. It was just it was just like Miss Miss Hong was a handful. She wasn't a bad teacher. She was kinda young. It was like but it was just like a inexperience. Yeah, she I think she was inexperienced. I think she was the, the I think she like I think she was like she used to do something else before she became a teacher. It was just, it was just, yeah, it was just a handful, man. High school was just weird. Like, and I had that pregnant shit in that class. And she was like, you could tell, like, Miss Hong wasn't down, like, she didn't know a lot of black people. She was like, she asked the girl, like, are you pregnant? Like, come on now, it's obvious that she's pregnant. You don't have to ask her, put her on blast for being, being pregnant. I mean, um, hey, you know, yeah, do um, look, how she must have been like what, fifteen, sixteen? Yeah, no more than seventeen. I mean, that's kind of screwed up. I mean, I've had a pregnant chick in my class too, but that was my senior year, and she was eighteen years old at that point. Oh, I've seen. So, I mean, I've seen that's a total of... of three pregnant chicks in our high school. Three. And that's. That's like way too many, especially considering our high school was supposedly like the best in the county and stuff. Um, it's not even like a bad high school in terms of academics, but just like the problem is just that. Too many uh, niggas. Problems. Nah, the problem is just the regional area. What ends up happening is that a lot of kids get pulled into the selected uh area where you get these different uh, parts of like the same city or different parts of an adjacent one. What ends up happening is that you get these different kids of various socioeconomic backgrounds and you get a school like Eleanor where you have genuinely good academics and good students but you just have people in there, you know. Yeah, like the, the niggas, there was too many niggas in that school. Be honest, be honest, it, it really was too many niggas in that school. It, it, uh, it, they say that with the, oh, they were we were like the most diverse school in the county, and that's like a lot of bullshit. It really was because like like name how many white people have you seen in that school? Like it's your friend that you were friends with. Let's see here. Um, there was one. There was uh, that's it. Exactly. 
Exactly. I mean, there was this one group of white kids that were um, they were part of like the honors specifically for like the uh, science and tech program. Basically, yeah. All the white, uh, all the white kids and white and Asian kids were in the science and tech program. Right. It's funny if you I, don't want you leaving that program. Yeah, they really, they oh yeah, they really, really don't like, which is just ridiculous. And like, it's just like, it's just really ridiculous. Like, like basically, they kept all like, they kept basically the white people and the Asian people in science and like STEM programs. Kept all the black people and Hispanic people outside of STEM programs, and I'm just like, like, what the fuck? It's just ridiculous. Like, the school it's, isn't racist itself. It's just really class-specific. Like, well, I'm not class, I mean, like, social class-specific, like like what Moises said. It's just... It's weird, man. Like, there's, there's, like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, tons of, like, kids who, who were, like, who aren't in the sciences, who were who, well, who weren't in the science and tech program, should be in the science and tech program, which is just really baffling. It's just... yeah, so you gotta jump through some hoops first to get into it. Like there's some application, there's like some applications you gotta do, and then there's um, I mean, you gotta meet like certain criteria and other stuff. Like another problem with the honors classes and AP classes is that. You really are kind of spar. You really don't have too much choice in regards to what teacher you're gonna get. Yeah. Like I always said that. I always said that in those kinds of classes of honors and APs, the teacher can sometimes make it or break it for some students. You know. Yeah. The, the teacher can. Teacher is everything. Like it. Like it really is everything. Like there's a big difference between a charismatic teacher that's involved with their students and a teacher who like. Hands out a packet, then does a brief lecture on the board, then sends everyone uh, to the different classes. Yeah, it's just like I really hate teachers who are unenthusiastic about their job. I'm like, if you're not enthusiastic about teaching young minds, then why be a teacher? It's, it's just... I don't know. I mean, I feel like some of them start off with like the idea that yeah, teaching is gonna be fun and stuff, but then like. Um terrible pay and uh, not being treated well by students. I mean, I could understand if Ms. Angus had no desire of teaching whatsoever after that math class. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, doesn't that also kind of fall down in the students for giving the teachers bad first experiences? Kind of works. Well, it's sort of like a a cycle where um, the school administrators and higher-ups, they'll, like, put a group of students together, they'll and the thing is that um, they'll sort of treat you as a number. You know, they won't look into the individual, so they won't understand the social dynamics of who you are. They won't understand the basic psychology of who you are. So what ends up happening is you throw a bunch of students together. You have no idea how they interact, um, what they believe in, or how they'll uh, engage with the teacher. You throw them all together, mm-hmm. and uh, you just throw them with a teacher. Now, obviously, you know, if you throw a bunch of uh, – wild cards in the same classroom with a teacher whose personality would suggest that, you know, they're more accustomed to, like, smaller, perhaps more, um, you know, cooperative and at the same time uh, uh, tight-knit classroom, which I'm sure Miss Angus would have thrived in. You know, if you uh, uh, take that approach, the reality of it is, is that it's a, you know, it's a flawed system. It's just a lottery. Sometimes you get 
really good classes. Um, sometimes you don't. Um, you're kind of screwed either way. <laughs> like, didn't we have like 16 people in our class or something like that? Yeah, it wasn't a particularly big classroom. I'd say at most probably, probably 20, 21, 22. The problem with now it's funny. The problem with that is, and here's the funny thing: it's all about the students, how they interact, and how the teacher has control. Like my my sociology class, um, yeah, my favorite teacher of high school, uh, uh, his name was Mr. Secker, and he had like thirty-ish plus students in that classroom. He never really had any behavioral issues. We never had any students being angry with one another. We never had any riots or anything like that. Super chill, super fun class. Everyone engaged well, and everyone got good grades. Um, you know, that's just the the luck of the draw. You know, uh, now of course it was an elective, so you had to actively seek outs and choose the class. Mm-hmm. But um, there was no doubt, probably one or two um shitheads in the class. What electives did you take? I took sociology, I took uh, psychology, I took guitar, I took uh, third year French. Um, I think there might have been some other ones as well. I'm not entirely sure. I took uh, photography, guitar, piano, videography. Uh, I think uh, R- yeah, ROTC, I think, count as an, count as, counted as an elective. Not entirely sure, but like that, I think that's all the high school stories I can I can really think of top of my head, and that was just like the first two years. Just ridiculous, like so. Some of the comics that I read, like I didn't record a podcast last week because I wasn't really feeling it so good. But some of the mm-hmm. comics I read like last week and this week was like the new Fantastic Four, which came out like last week. It was pretty fucking good. I don't really know if you keep up with the Marvel Universe when it comes to comics, but, like, basically, like, Reed Richards and Susan Storm are basically just lost in a different universe. And so, basically, the comics talk about how Johnny and and the thing, like, adjust to, like, not having those two around and them not being that much super, not being, not being that much, like, useful anymore without having, like, the other two. I thought it was pretty decent and the art was pretty good. And... I really like seeing the Fantastic Four again because, like, you know when, like, a couple years ago when the Fantastic Four movie came out? Uh, they were the Unfantastic Four. Like, they were, that was not a good movie. Yeah, Fanforstic. I think that's think. <laughs> yeah, that's around the time. That was, like, probably 2015, 2014. And as soon as that movie was announced, they canceled. They can't, they can't, not canceled, but they stopped doing Fantastic Four, like, the comics. So it's just, like, Damn, it's a good three years, and I say that three years was worth the wait. Another comic that I read this read was this indie comic. It was it's a sci-fi horror indie comic. Basically, it's like, oh hey, in this reality, you can glow, you can grow human limbs and organs. It's really interesting. It's like about this uh famous farmer guy and how like he basically had this vision. About how to make base something about stem cells and how he can grow really grow stem cells in the ground and make human organs like a nose and a arm or a, any basically any part of the human body. It's about his son who has like basically hasn't seen his father in over twenty years and he's like really surprised at how fast the business has boomed. I really liked it. It was pretty decent. Like 
I thought myself like this is this is probably has this, this has the potential to probably be like good like TV series like on like AMC or something like that. I forget what the, what it's called, but it's really good. And I really recommend that you check it out, um, Moises. Like, how would you feel if that was actually a thing? Like, you can literally grow human parts in the in like from the earth. Um. The first thing that would have to be addressed is probably the ethical issues of whether or not we should be able to regrow humans' uh, tissue. Now, the first thing that would have probably have to be addressed is uh, whether or not it could be uh, served as a usage for medical purposes as well. Um, the thing is, is that when it comes to like... Uh, Growing uh, body tissue or doing anything that would uh, really kind of change the whole human dynamic of basic biology, one start has to questioning ethical morals. You know, should should this be allowed? Who should allow it? How much should it be allowed? Who says it will be allowed? Why should we trust their authority that it will be allowed? And then the next thing after that would be um, how would it be? properly implemented and then we gotta you know go into lots of different things as far as you know um as far as um actually growing uh human parts from like the ground and stuff i mean as like a scientist who's interested in biology i'm not as freaked out by that honestly um if anything i'd be more interested than uh, grossed out or shied away from like it's just um it's one of those things where i, I can't really bank my entire judgment on unless uh it actually happened that's so all i can really do is just speculate that's a really good point to be honest so like another comic that i read this week i know that i read a lot of comics you know don't judge me i don't really have a lot of time on my hands besides work but it was it was another it was that uh other issue of batman it was Elliot, Batman, and it was Injustice League. The Batman comic, yeah. you know, same as I mentioned last week, they're doing the, the case of, like, like it's weird because you see, like, Bruce Wayne's, like, basically trying to convince, a, a, like, a group of, like, jurors to let Mr. Freeze go free. And, like, the surprising bombshell that's, like, gotten mentioned in this, issue, in this week's issue was that you found out that Batman's actually an atheist, and it's just, like, whoa. It's really surprising, to be honest. Like, I, like, it's cool that he doesn't really, like, believe in God. It's just, like, he be- he, sh- he believes in something. I think he just believes in logic. It's really interesting. How, how do you feel about that? So, can you re- reiterate um, what he believes in? He, just I, one more time. I think he, like, he just believes in logic. Like, things that he can actually see. Um, so the one important thing to make notes in regards that, um, uh, we as a human species aren't necessarily born with, uh, with a premeditated religion in mind. We tend to really just grow into whatever religion comes up to us. It's uh, a lot of it's, uh, mostly culture bound. So a good example of that would be, uh, being born into a, uh, See, being born in Venice, you know, where the uh, Pope is situated and all of that would make a lot of sense to be raised as a Roman Catholic. 
um, go to, let's say, another country, say Mexico, once again, makes sense, Roman Catholic, um, go to other parts of the world. And really, you'll find that a lot of people have their religions inherited due to the culture environments that they are in. It's very rare to see people um, kind of go against uh, what the major religion is, and even just go against what the major denomination is. It's, um, you know, and as for him, um, in regards to him believing in logic, um, you know, the reality of it is, is that um, atheism is not something that should necessarily be explained. Um, it's really something simple. It's just the uh, professed, you know, it's just that there is no God. There's no supernatural beings. That's really all there is um, to it. So obviously, you could look into it and try to, you know, really try to dive deeply into what it means to be an atheist as well mm-hmm. as uh, use multiple formulas that would try to justify your beliefs. But the reality of more of a logician than, um, you know, obviously he would have to be a, a big believer of the scientific method, you know, um, example, a very basic example would just be like water, you know, he believes in water, he can taste water, he can see the water, he can touch the water, drink it, feel it, so on and so forth, and he can conduct various tests. And then, of course, you know, if you wanted to, he can dive into uh, the, ph- the philosophy of said water, you know, specifically of uh, does this truly exist? Why is this good for us? How does it exist in this state? Why in this state? And, um, you know, going from that, uh, you'd have various different things. But if he's a logician, he'd mostly just be focused on um, nonlinear statistics that are uh, uh, tied into various things. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, her, um, obviously makes him happy. Yeah, did you hear about in a previous issue, like two issues back, that he actually married Catwoman? No, I haven't really kept up to date with uh, that many Batman comics, but um, if he actually did, that's... Uh, it's kind of surprising, right? Like, you wouldn't really expect him to get married. I don't know. Surprises hold us in, uh, anything's gonna happen, you never know. Well, that is true, like, nothing's ever really certain in this world, if you want to get, like, in a philosophical sense, but we'll save that discussion for last, but another comic I read was Justice League, it's, there's really not much to explain, same shit basically has happened as last week. Um, that's about for all the comics I've read this week. You have anything you want to share, Moises? Anything particular that you've done this week? Uh, so, uh, essentially, I haven't really been able to do much. And this week, I've just been prepping up on getting into college and stuff, getting onto my campus and making sure that I'm doing everything pretty well. Um, as far as books that I've read, um, I'm not as big as the comics as I used to be. I still, um, I still try to keep up to date with the mythos. Um, time to time um you know sometimes um i'm not always uh, up to date uh certain things but the reality of it is is that um you know 
you're not particularly engrossed in uh, certain things, then you won't always uh, be able to catch up. Um, you know, as far as um, my opinion on the. Uh, hmm. I think, as far as um, my opinion in regards to. Um, DC Comics as, as a whole. Um, something I haven't really been reading uh, much about. There hasn't really been something of interest to me. Um, at least not in a while. Um, that hasn't really been anything uh, something, anything that's caught my eye. I'm obviously a huge Batman fan. Uh, he's obviously my number one. But if I take a look at the family dynamic of Batman, it's just uh, it's kind of weird as it stands right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not particularly a huge fan of how they treated uh, Tim Drake. Uh, specifically how he essentially got pushed off to the side by Damian Wayne. Which is kind of messed yeah, up. I don't really like Damian Wayne like uh, that. He's kind of really spoiled. Yeah. Like... I mean, for me, I like Jason. Todd. I like Jason Todd myself, or, or Dick Grayson. I like those two because they're kind of classics if you think about it. For me, Tim Drake. Well, Dick Grayson could be. I think if someone had to take over the mantle, I would still like it to be Tim Drake, but I would have to say probably Dick Grayson. If only because the one issue with Tim Drake is just his physicality. I mean, he is by no means the strongest dude. I mean, he is actually by far the weakest. He is very agile. What? He is very agile. He's agile, but he's by no means strong. I mean, if we're talking, if you were to put him in like the octagon against Jason Todd, he gets smashed. Uh, Put him in octagon against Dick Grayson, same situation. Only person he beats is like Damian Wayne, but Damian Wayne's a child. He should be beating him. That is a good but, point. Um, like I, I was kind of thinking about this when I was at work. If you think about all the sidekicks that Batman had and the effects that he had on each sidekick, you kind of just realize like, oh, each part, each sidekick basically represents a part of Batman. Like you got, like fucking. Uh, I got a brain fart. Dick Grayson, like you got Dick Grayson, he represents like sort of like the the, the family aspect of like togetherness of Batman. And you got Jason Todd, the charisma, Tim Drake, the intelligence, Damien Wayne, the strength. And it's just like they sort of have like one part of him. It's really interesting. That's kind of a problem because. Talks about the success of the Batman, but there really is no perfect one. Yeah, there really isn't. Like, they, yeah, they all they all have like certain like highs and lows. Like, you got fucking, like you said, Dick Grayson's not really like he he's he, he doesn't really have his heart set in being Batman. Nah, he's um the problem with yeah Dick Grayson is uh and it's kind of the main reason why he branched out. He uh from he didn't want to like just be in the shadow of Batman. He wanted to just be his own thing. Yeah. And that kind of proves that his loyalty is not set to Gotham, you know? Yeah. You want a Batman who's solely dedicated to being the Batman. And at the same time, 
not be uh, foolish enough, you know, to get himself recognized. Yeah, the only time. like uh, really true successors would probably be Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Dar Davian Wayne, but it will eventually end up being like Dick Grayson. Like, you know what I mean? I think Dick Grayson. It's like if Tim Drake, if Tim Drake had the strength of at least uh, Dick Grayson, I'd say he'd be the perfect Batman for me. But because, because that's the problem though, is because he's so weak, man. Yeah, he's like, agile. Oh, you, are you familiar with Injustice? The first or second? Like you know, because you know they made a comic series spinoff. Uh, is it the part where Damien did a certain thing to a certain person? No, 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 no. It's how Tim Drake dies. No, I don't think I remember that bit. <clears throat> no, so they explain in the comics that basically how Tim Drake dies is basically like, oh, like they, they originally said that the Titans got killed and like when the, when the nuke went off in Metropolis, well, Metropolis, but that's not true. What happened was that Tim Drake ended up saving them by saving the Titans by putting them in the Phantom Zone. And shit, and Batman was able to get him get them out. And as soon as they get out, fucking General Zod comes out the fucking Phantom Phantom Zone and like Heat Visions, Heat Visions, fucking Tim Drake. So it's just like, what the fuck? It's like just no chance whatsoever. As soon as like he saves people, and then just instantly mulched. Pretty much, I think the only ones that ended up living was like Starfire. I can't remember who, but it was just really sad. Sense for Starfire to live. Yeah, because she's a DLC character in, in, uh, in Justice too. Yeah, but then again, you know, gets killed off in the comics, comes back in DLC. <laughs> eh. I like, I do like Tim Drake cause mainly because I like his, I like he, how smart he is and the weapon that he, he has a fucking staff. <laughs> oh, did you hear about like uh, Batman's newest protege? You there? Yeah, yeah. He has a new, he, like his newest protege, or yeah, yeah. Like I think his name is Duke Thomas, and like he's like the first meta human that Batman trained. And, like his base, his power is basically like he can manipulate light and shit. Hmm. And Batman's like, yo, I didn't train you how to like be like all the other, all, all the other people I trained. I trained you to like to think before you do stuff. really interesting because he's like yo I, I'm gonna teach you how to be a detective first vigilante second and that's what's like really interesting because his, with his powers of light he can like read the light in the room basically just be like oh this person went like downstairs it's really interesting <laughs> like hmm. I don't know I really like I really like the Batman mythos it's really good did you hear what they did with Superman by the way Nah, what they do? Like, you know how there's like a pre New 52 Superman and a New 52 Superman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what they did, they killed off the New 52 Superman when DC Rebirth happened and then brought back pre New 52 Superman. And it's just like, what the fuck? They basically, just swapped out Superman. Superman, basically. Wait, so pre New 52 Superman, that's post Crisis Superman or just. Yeah, it's confusing as fuck, isn't it? So they didn't specifically state. So they said 
he swapped them out for pre New Fifty Two. Well, which Superman before pre? I think it, I think it's that? it's post crisis. It's post crisis. It's post crisis, but between New Fifty Two. Okay. Because you know that part in the comics when he gets that new power, like, you know, New 52 Superman, where he can, like, basically just charge up his fucking heat vision, make, like, a weird AOE attack, area, like, a weird area of effect attack. He ended up of all the abilities, it becomes, like, such an art for the heat vision. Yeah, and then, like... He got creative to use lobotomy. Come on now, guys. Then he fucking... Because of he used that power, he fucking, um... He, he lost his powers for a bit. I mean, he got them back. He didn't get all of them back. He ended up only getting super strength and and vulnerability. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> then, like, something happened. I think something happened with Brainiac or whatever. He needed his, Superman needed his powers back. So he starts injecting himself with Kryptonite. And the Kryptonite, for some reason, sort of boosts his power levels, but at a cost. It gave him, it gave him Kryptonite cancer. He ends up dying because of this Kryptonite cancer. And then because when DC Rebirth happened, you know, fucking Dark Side War and shit, some characters were able to cross over during, like, the the Rebirth part of it. Like, you got Wally, like, you know Wally West, right? Like, the, sec- the second Flash, like Kid Flash. Yeah. You know, there's another Flash, the Black, black Kid Flash. Who's, whose name is also Wally West? Let's just say white Wally West and black Wally West. Okay, that that basically helps separate the two. So white Wally West, he's like the original OG Flash sidekick. He ended up he ended up able to cross over when DC Rebirth happened, and it's just like wow, there's two Wally West now, a black one and a white one. Is like 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 I said, some characters were able to cross over. Fucking Superman, like pre New Fifty Two Superman was able to cross over, and with, same with his son, like Superboy John Kent, not not like Connor Kent, Superboy John Kent, like su- Superman's like were like legitimate child basically, not the clone, hmm. legit like yeah, it's really it's really interesting. It's just ridiculous. Comics are really confusing, like dead ass. It's really confusing. You gotta keep up with like rebirths and post crises and pre crises characters and it's just so... it's a lot. There's just a lot of shit to keep up with, man. It's funny because um some of these characters are oh yeah, yeah yeah one more mind fucker that they like, guess guess who else was able to cross over fucking Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle was able to cross over. Yeah, because Ted, he's supposed to be dead. It's just like, because you know, like, Ted Cord, he uses, he's like, basically just dead, basically. Like, he always ends up dying. No, and it's just really sad. Like, he, it's a lot of characters that, like I said, it's a lot of characters that crossed over. Oh, yeah, they're, oh, yeah, one more thing. They're also bringing back the Watchmen. The Watchmen, bro. The Watchmen came back? Yeah, the Watchmen came back. Like, like, Rorschach, comedian. And shit, they're bringing them back because it is a new thing called Doomsday Clock. It's just like they're they're basically just adding a lot of fucking shit. It's just so confusing to keep up with it. Hmm. Fucking, it's it's just really complicated. So ridiculous. Like 
it's just I love comics, but they they just so complicated. I'm trying to think like what that's that's basically all the comics I read. Like it's just ridiculous. Some of the video games that I'm playing through right now are like I just recently bought Resident Evil Seven. It's pretty good. I like it so far. It's really it's really tense. Like, have you played it before? Have you, have you played any Resident Evil games before? Nah, not yet. You should really play. But you could probably download like an, em, an emulator to play the first one. It's like a lot of puzzles, and like the and the enemies are basically just bullet sponges. It's just, it's a fucking lot, man. But like, but yeah, it's really like it's really good. <laughs> Oh yeah, my week I've basically just been working and reading comics and talking to peeps on Discord. That's about it. It's all I've been up to. Same old, same old. I don't really do that much. Well, I've been trying to get back to school, but financial aid is being a bitch. Financial aid is always a bitch. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just ridiculous. <sighs> You're still in that uh that anime Discord. <laughs> oh god. Oh nah, it's just like I'm in a lot of Discord servers for various things. Blazes like it just seems to be YouTuber Discords that tend to have like the most drama. I actually talked about that on my last podcast. It was just like it's just weird. Like they always tend to be a clusterfuck of drama and shit. And it always seems to be like a one big popularity contest. Who's who, like who can who's like the coolest thing with the cool kids? It's just really ridiculous. And I'm just like, yeah, this is yeah, it's just, like this is that's some high school bullshit, basically. I loved high school to get away from high school. I love still in high yeah. school. And it's just weird, man. So weird, like. I don't know, like, acceptance is, like, one of, like, the, like, uh, you know what Maslow's hierarchy of needs are? Nah. It's just, it's this thing they use in psychology, basically. It's like saying, like, oh, this is what you need to be completely whole and fulfilled. It's like, it's like, at the bottom, it's like a triangle, basically, triangle graph. You got, at the bottom, you got, like, the physical needs. The middle, the middle, you got, like, uh, like the other physical needs and the motion, like well, emotional needs and then mental needs and stuff. It's like, like, come on, bro, you're fucking up my my hierarchy of needs, like with that acceptance bullshit. I'm trying to meet some more friends. You're really making it more difficult by having a popularity contest so you can get closer. Basically, we're not really a popularity contest, but it's like a popularity contest. They usually have like fucking roles to see. Oh, you're cool. You're kind of cool. And it's just like, come on now. If you really want to, if you want to keep all the cool people together, just make a fucking group chat. Like, it's not that it's not that hard. Or just get rid of, get rid of that. I really hate when do, piss score servers do that. It's just like, come on now, get your shit together. <sighs> so, any games you excited for? Um. Kind of thing. As far as any up and coming games are concerned, um, no, nah, not really. I mean, I look at every game, 
and uh some of them are uh like some of them entice me but then like part of me is just uh you know whatever are you to, have you uh, think, um, have you seen the trailer for the new doom game yeah i saw it that shit looks awesome you gotta admit that shit looks awesome oh yeah there's one game i'm just saying, i already told you it was uh Metro Exodus. Yeah, Metro Exodus. It was supposed to come out this month, actually. And it got delayed. Yeah, it was supposed to come out this month, but then it got delayed till next year, I think. Or October, I believe. 2019 of uh, February. Yeah, that's when, yeah that's, when it got, that's when it got delayed. Like, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of games coming out around, like, the February, January, like, section. You got Kingdom Hearts 3, which is probably going to be, like, game of the year. I hope so. I hope it's not some trash. Cause remember how? Remember that time we were doing the E3 shit, twenty fourteen. Was it twenty thirteen or fourteen? I can't remember. I think it was fourteen. I think. Yeah, I think it was fourteen. Like I was. So I think you guys got. What I was so hyped when it came out, like the trailer, the first trailer for Kingdom Hearts three. And then it never came. Yeah, then it came. <laughs> It's like it's like when your dad goes out for cigarettes and just never comes back. <laughs> you know, hit me on the soul, like a on like hit me in the soul. No release date. Then we, this year we get a release date. It's like, come on now. Yeah, it says twenty fifth of uh, twenty nineteen. It's gonna be uh, on the Unreal Engine four, PlayStation four, and Xbox one. Isn't like the only Kingdom Hearts game you played was Birth by Sleep? I think I played a little bit of it, but then uh, I think you said I think you said you finished Terra's storyline, and that's the only one you finished. Oh yeah, that was when the uh, that was like during the whole E three, like I think before. Like when we were uh, hyping up uh, Kingdom's Hearts uh, 3, you guys were um, trying to be reminiscent on the Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Blaze. Hype Master Blaze. Gets everyone hyped. Ridiculous. Gone. What? I haven't talked to Blaze <laughs> fucking. It's so funny because. Um... You haven't talked to who? Blaze. That's because uh, he's too big for us now. You're not wrong. <laughs> 12,000. Yeah, someone has to say the truth. You're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. There's been times where I've been like, yo, hey, long time no see. How have you been, man? He'll, he'll no like, response. No response. Like my, he'll like my tweet, and I'm just like, ah. Sorry, so like no response won't even wait. You said tweet. Yeah, like yeah, on Twitter. Like I recently got back on Twitter and I followed him. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna just like seek, try and reach out to my old friend. It's ridiculous. So no, uh, so no response, no like. Huh. Yeah, it's just weird, man. You really like? He's a good person. But I'm guessing he's just probably like either busy with IRL stuff or. I don't know, man. So it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Like I'm not saying Blaze get like the fame went to his head, but like 
there are some people who like whose fame gets their head like really quickly. It's just like, come on, bro, you only have like ten subscribers. Calm the fuck down. It's just ridiculous. But I think that's going to be our podcast for the week. You know, so anything you want to want to leave us off on, Moises? Um, no, not really. I mean, uh, I think that uh, for the most part, uh, everything's been, uh, you know, everything's just been well, and uh, you know, we'll see what uh, see what happens. You know, yeah, we'll see. What, really, uh, we'll see what happens next uh, week. If there is a next week, we, we may never know because you know the world may end from here to next week. Hmm. <laughs> That's such a dark way to end the episode. <laughs> I mean, that's the reality of it. I mean, um, like scientists out there stated that uh, that there's a bunch of asteroids that we're not even aware of, and we're only accounting for like a, a percentage of them, like one percent. Not wrong, bro. And also the fact that uh, the only certain thing in this the world fact. is uncertainty. <laughs> Am I wrong though? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, you said uncertainty. <laughs> <laughs> we should really get Steve on here. We need to get Steve. We need, we need crazy Steve on here. Remember, remember that? Like, that was, remember he was like, he was really pushing that nickname for some reason. Which name? Crazy Steve. Remember, he was really pushing it in height, like junior, senior year. He was like, "Yo, just call me Crazy Steve." I'm just like, "No, you're just Steve." Oh yeah, there was the that reminds me of like when uh during his freshman year, like for some reason he had like three GFs. Yeah, and there was like a like a dance or something coming up and he basically was like screwed. Oh yeah, they were just they were just like yo, we were like we were all like congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> hey, he got super mad at us. <laughs> he did get mad at us like you know I don't like it was and I'm just like and I was in back of my mind. I was like, "Bro, there's three of us here, one for me, one for you, one for me, one for Moises." It was just like, ah. girlfriends are weird, man. Like dead ass. I like how I said we're gonna end the episode, but it's like, fuck it. We'll end when I'm done. Yeah. We'll fuck. We'll end this shit when we're done. When I'm done fucking talking. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, girlfriends are weird, bro. Like. You you should know this. I keep telling you this. Like I'm like you need to stick to your nomadic ways, okay? The, the dot thought destroyer Moises. Uh, thought destroyer. I don't do any. I don't pick sides. I just do, you know. But your girlfriend, my like girlfriends are weird. My last girlfriend, like you know, I told you about her fucking gin. Like god damn. That Asian, uh, that Asian with the uh, particularly tight uh, keyhole, <laughs> too tight to fit a uh, yeah. key. Fucking savage, bro. Fucking savage. I can tell you're fucking smiling too. You have the usually. What well, usually when you say some fucking savage shit, you have that fucking smirk on your face. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. She was she was... need some Drano to clean out the pipes for her. Specifically the second pipe where everything comes out. <laughs> so, I mean she kinda That's was the only pipe that works, man. She kinda was a bitch, but I actually recently tried to apologize to her for calling her a bitch one time. Yeah, what happened? And I, like, was, I got mad because I found out that she basically just like she was a dating another like we were like to, she was like uh, she were together she was she was dating another guy while we were together and I was just like oh tr- trans female quotes and I'm just like just like bro like and I cussed her out because hey, she was a trans no 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 the, the person that she was like oh wait you dated a trans nigga no. What? Right, man. Did you or did you not? No, nigga. Did you say a trans? It's not a trans. It's transgender. Get the, get the shit straight. Did you did you not take the fucking uh thing that thing that makes you make you take in college or whatever? Like you know the test I'm talking about, right? Not the test, but it's like a survey or something like that. Like you know what I'm talking about, right? I will not be tolerating any more of this non-binary system or the <laughs> white male privilege from you anymore, Austin. I'm not, even, you I'm not even fucking white. Like, come he on. He is white, dude. Don't believe him. Oh, just because I have like a, a fucking small piece, like one, literally one piece of blonde hair in my hair, does that mean that I'm white? It means that I'm part Super Saiyan, okay? I didn't reach the other half. Okay. No, no. There is no other half. Uh, you are. What? Oh, you know what? You don't make me come to go. Come over there, bro. I will come over there. I will buy a plane ticket and I will come over there. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Are you sure about that? Are you eating a fucking candy right now? Nah, I'm just chewing gum. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. You see, what happened to Austin was that um, he had this thing called uh, vitiligo. That's what Michael Jackson had. <laughs> he ended up becoming a, uh, you know, so what ended up happening was that Austin was born as a, you know, premature Asian fetus. Um, Two weeks passed, the bird came, gave him the news that he was no longer that. Oh. You know, he was a white man. I'm going to hit you, nigga. Like... <laughs> oh, my God. This is the problem of suburban kids having access to rock music. <laughs> oh, bro. I'm not even... You've been over my fucking house. You know the kind, you know, they have their uh, two-story house, suburban home, uh, Christian parents and stuff like that. Uh, very PC, obviously not able to crack jokes. You know the kind. Oh, my God. You're making me do the, the, the old man Joseph Joestar. Oh, my God. It's like, come on now. You are old. Okay, you fucking hate anime. Tell, tell them about how you hate anime. I mean, is anybody going to really judge me for that? I don't know, man. 
I mean, can they judge me? Should they judge me? If they can judge me, in what essence will they judge me on? And if so, um, you know, why do you? Why or do you get the moralities based off of that, as well as uh, what logic will you believe me using as well? Why do you hate anime? Tell the court why you hate anime. Uh, let's see here. Liked it when I was younger. Didn't I don't like it now. What did it, what did it, That's my what did it do to you? It touched your father. Damn. I, th- I thought you were going to say it like something cooler than that. There is no cool in insults. Only death. But in all seriousness, I guys don't like it. You only like like Shonen anime, like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. No, I just like Dragon Ball Z. Damn. Sorry, Austin, but your pedophilia filled anime will not be touching me. Oh my god. You know. Nor will you. Nor will your interest in uh, furries. If you approach me with that nonsense, I'm calling animal control on you. But I'm not a furry, though. He lies on that regard as well. Shut the fuck up. Plays Kingdom Hearts, favorite character is Goofy. Makes sense. It's a furry. I'm gonna be honest. Who the fuck ever says Goofy is my favorite Disney character? I've never heard someone say that. Yep, up until now, you. You know what? You know what? I don't care that you broke your elbow. I never did. This is why we fucking friends, bro. This is why we're best friends. <laughs> you just like you're just so cool, Moises. How can I be like you when I get older? You, even though even though you're younger than me. <laughs> I just I just realized how dumb that's <laughs> How can I be like you when I'm older? Oh my goodness. Like didn't, you, right. didn't your uh, birthday just pass? Okay, yeah. I don't have a birthday. Every day is my birthday. Five years old as we speak. Damn. Tomorrow I'm six. <laughs> Damn. All right, but yeah, let's end this podcast because we run it on a fucking hour almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, it was it was it was a blast. You know, see us come back next week. And we'll have free candies and juices and all the cool shit. Vitiligo for all the kids there. You know. If anyone's interested in reversing your skin color change, I'm your guy. Just ask Austin. 100% testimony. With that note, I'm going to end the podcast. You know, say, say I'm going to say bye. Say, say bye, boys. Vitiligo.